previously on Live at 605. Mm, get over here, girl. That's so good. We have to put that in at a point where it makes ah. sense. Sorry, that's an ad. You're trying to sabotage me. No, that was an ad. Just turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) You're always trying to sabotage me. Why don't you even bother? John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live from the Stanford Court Hotel in beautiful Union Square, San Francisco. Ooh. This is live at six oh five. Episode nine. Not nine or ten. I don't know. We're on West Coast time, so I, it doesn't really matter what episode this <laughs> We've one is. We've gained time. We've gained time, and we were smart enough to pack one of our microphones today, so that's why we're actually sitting nice and close. Ugh. I swear when we come back to Toronto, we'll do the two-mic setup as usual, It is. Right? It's weird after the season feeling I had, I could face you. Right. Now it feels weird that I'm, like, basically sitting, like, like cheek to cheek with you. Exactly. So, this is, we're actually getting ready to head to the airport in probably, like, three hours. We just mm-hmm. got up a little bit earlier so we mm-hmm. could record this. And we're going to record Sunday, you know, right before Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg concert. But I'm like, we got to talk about Snoop Dogg and our whole Obviously. trip, right? So before we get into this crazy trip, because we got stories before we even get to San Francisco, right? Ugh, don't we always? Why don't we give out all the contact information? And by the way, I'm so laid back, I didn't even introduce myself as Gucci Malin. <laughs> I'm Val Gomez, your co-host, mm-hmm. 51% of the podcast. 51%. If you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've done, especially this past weekend... Um, it's Val Gomez 23 on both Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Did you do any snaps in San Francisco? I did do a snap. Oh, word? Yeah. Nice. Did you do any tweets in San Fran? No, I did not. Well, you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Although, I'm not going to get into how I didn't get that many likes for my San Francisco pictures. That's fine. <laughs> you did say mine were better. Yeah, yours were good. But I, the one I posted yesterday, my four squares... Of Snoop Dogg, Golden Gate Bridge, Lombard Square, and us. Yeah. Got like eight likes. Maybe people are just confused by it. <laughs> confused or jellystone. Jealous, Maybe right? jellystone jelly. Uh, and then on Facebook.com slash Live605, you will see where we post. I posted a picture of a whole bunch of 605 stickers we put up mm-hmm. all across San Francisco, which is pretty dope. My favorite was I sent a picture to one of my colleagues to yeah. say like, hey, um, he's like, how's your trip going? And I was like, it's going great. And he, I sent him one of us on like right outside the Golden Gate Bridge where yeah. we put the 605 sticker on one of the poles, the poles? Yeah. where like the touristy area, like high traffic areas were. Yeah. And I sent it to him. And even though the sticker is so small mm-hmm. in the photo, he's like, way to brand that pole, guys. <laughs> oh, you didn't <laughs> yeah, even? Yeah, I didn't tell oh. him. I just sent him a photo. Well, so if you I'm guys. Like, well done. You're in the San Francisco area. Definitely check out the Golden Gate Bridge. We actually recorded some of the podcast there. We'll get into that yes. later. And you will see from one of the polls that we posted at 605. Yeah, if you're on your way up um, on the San Francisco side. side, right, walking towards Sausalito area. Yeah. Up at the top, right before you actually enter the area that's, yeah. like, gated to get onto the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. there's, like, a giant square. You can just kick it. Mm-hmm. Right on the entrance pole there, mm-hmm. on one of the banisters, we put a sticker. Yeah, and if you guys take a picture next to one of our stickers, I'll send you maybe $2. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 
Two American dollars. Two That's Amer- like fucking winning the lottery. Exactly. Right? So wait, have you fair? This is your first time to the coast. Uh, I'm doing all right. I think, I guess the time, you're better with the time difference because like. Three hours isn't a lot to me. It's not a lot, but when it's like 10 o'clock San Fran time, it's 1 a.m. Toronto time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not as good with it. Although mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg was better because we didn't get home into the apartment <laughs> hotel till about 1.30ish San yeah. Fran time, which is what, 3, 4.30? 4.30, which oh. I feel like we've been up till about 4.30 oh, every yeah. single day. <laughs> like, I'm, hopefully the uh, flight home for me goes all right. I guess we'll see. Yeah. The flight in was good. We'll get into that. But Was I, it? Was it? Well, why don't we... <laughs> Why don't we get right into it? Because yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're... I don't have a sponsorship this week. I think my whole experience, I feel like I'm on some sort of list. Not like lost, <laughs> but like a list that says things will fuck up for you. So why don't we get into it? This is your sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I want to just backtrack and just tell, explain the purpose of this trip so far. Because a lot of people may have not listened to your birthday. How well, dare they? How dare they? But for John's birthday and for each of our birthdays, we always try and buy, like, an experience as a present in addition to, like, fun things we both just, like, love. Yeah. And so John has never been to the West Coast anywhere. So Portland, Vancouver, Seattle, anywhere California. And so I've gone to California a bunch of different times throughout my years, but I've never actually been to San Francisco. Right. And so San Francisco also has the great AT&T Park. Yeah, one of the uh, most famous is, famous is clearly on West Coast is one of the most well regarded. Mm-hmm. I think stadium. <laughs> I don't understand why I you need didn't to go, go home. I don't understand why you didn't just say like one of the most amazing fields ever. <laughs> you know why? Because I can't think today. Okay, so either way, I got him baseball Must be tickets. Tired off that Snoop Dogg concert. <laughs> You loved it a <laughs> lot. We'll find out. No! No, I did. Oh, okay. I just thought right. I was scared. <laughs> well, I said I got you a birthday experience, right? And so we learned a lot of things on this trip about John and I. Oh, yeah. But um, what you going to call it? I got him the baseball tickets, and I got him tickets to go see Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Um, In Concord, Concord California. California. <laughs> Roughly so- 45 minutes outside of downtown <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. So either way um it was really exciting john had never been before obviously we booked our flight coolest present and you got me like outfits to go with it and the stickers to go with it mm-hmm. and the postcard all these like amazing things it's like like i said some people want jewelry or necklaces i guess that's the same thing mm-hmm. but we like experiences at the same time we like to get each other cool fun gifts yeah gifts and stuff but to me it's adventures more, yeah it's like i say i'm glad you don't just want necklaces and diamond earrings and stuff here's a fact Nobody would listen to our podcast if we didn't have stories to yeah, tell. exactly. Right? Nobody ever listens to a podcast about, although they may, right, about listening to somebody who just sits at home and does nothing. Yeah, if they do, they're called suckers. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you might call it. So either way, my sponsorship of the week is my entire, yet again, airport experience. Mm-hmm. So we always kind of joke that, one, something is going to happen to more than likely me. Right? Uh, Yeah, I think it started off where I used to always get secondary search a lot going through security, and then it stopped and it happened to you a lot more. Happened to me a lot more. Somebody's always sitting in my seat. Oh, yeah. Right? There's something wrong with, like, our flight. Like, it it doesn't even matter. I don't know. It started with, this is the weird thing. We booked our flights together, obviously, Mm -hmm. and somehow we both were about 10 rows apart, both sitting in middle seats. And I'm like, 
How how did we not get put together automatically? I don't know. Like we didn't choose our seats because we didn't want to pay like eighty extra bucks per person. No, they're not chumps. But it's like we paid for this trip together. You think they would put us together? But anyways, they didn't put us together. This is the least of my concerns right now. Although it became my biggest concern, as I feel like I'm getting sick. Exactly. Right. So then. We go to the airport, which is great. We get there in time. We had a really nice Uber driver. Although, I felt like he was really... There was something off with the car ride. Yeah. He didn't put the air on. That's right. Yeah, it was so fucking hot. It, it's like, for those of you guys who aren't aware right now, in Toronto, it's about 35 without the humidity. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But in San Fran, it's been nice. One of your friends, Greg, mm-hmm. who's on your baseball team, told us it's a lot cooler here, so bring oh, your yeah. fall jackets, which yeah. has been great. So we're in, like, jeans, T-shirts, and yeah. jackets. Um, so it's just a lot more refreshing. And so either way, we go to the airport. We get there. We check in. Obviously, John and I are troopers. We only travel with one carry-on size bag, oh, yeah. which is awesome. We still bought infinite amount of stuff. That's how we do. Um, and then we go wait in the gate, right? Yeah. And we had different zone. I was zone four, and you were zone three. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh great, we don't even get to board together. Mm-hmm. Like when we went to the Bahamas. I know, and I always get so sad as if it's like I'm saying bye to John, and like he's about to go on leave for the army yeah, or like something. I actually get that emotional, and so. Um, the crazy thing was, you go board, and I'm like, you go line up. Yeah, I go board, line up, get through, no problem, and then I'm like, okay, let's see who I'm sitting with. I'm in the middle seat next to two dudes, and uh, I'm like, all right, well, this is all right. It was, I was like, okay, it's a fairly roomy seat, I found. Mm-hmm. it was So I thought that was good. But then the guy sitting in the row next to us had the window and then two empty seats next to him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, interesting. I'm like, I'm assuming he didn't book all three seats himself. So if, like... Air Canada, are you just stupid? Like, you wouldn't No, put... but did, have we not learned from my Porter flight? It's to balance the weight. I guess so. So it's like this one guy gets to sit all by himself. But it's bullshit because I'll tell you... Okay, I'll just tell you my experience because it was really good. And it leads into yours, okay. right? Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> what, what, what do you want me to say? Even on West Coast time, you still steal my thunder. <laughs> no, I'm just saying... So if I tell my experience compared to your experience, yeah. I think it sets it up. Fine. Um, so, like I said... Everyone boards, and I see you, and this foreshadows, I see you, and you just kind of give me this look, like you start shaking your head, and I insta- Is this in the airport still, or is this This, this the- is when you're boarding, because oh, okay. you're 10 rows ahead of me, and mm-hmm. the last thing you said to me is, I guarantee you someone's going to be sitting in my seat, yeah. and I see you, foreshadow, see you walk up to your seat, and you just shake your head at me, <laughs> and I start to laugh, and I'll leave it at that. So then the plane people boarding, they close the door, we, we're about to take off, and I look, and I'm like, this motherfucker has two empty seats. And I'm like, again, weight and balance, sure, but Air Canada, are you stupid that you wouldn't put one person a foot over there so that we could have empty seats in the middle? So anyways, the flight takes off, and the guy who's sitting next to me on the aisle seat, he's like, oh, he goes over and asks the guy, he's like, oh, can I sit in this aisle seat? Yeah. So the guy's like, sure. So my guy moves to the aisle seat. Who did he look like? (laughs) He looked like... The guy who moved to the other seat looked like the guy from the Mindy Project, the midwife. Yeah. One of the Dupli, Dupree, Dupree, Dupree brothers, brothers. Who's also on the league. So. Yeah. And then so he says to me, he's like, oh, here you go. You can take my seat. I'm like, oh, thank you so uh-huh. much. So obviously we didn't crash a plane like we're on loss. So the weight and balance was complete bullshit. But, yeah. Right? So anyways, so my experience was pretty good because then I got to have the middle seat open. I had the aisle mm-hmm. seat and the guy next to me appreciated it too. Yeah. So my flight was actually pretty seamless. I ended up watching Keanu. Which is not the can- the panda, the giant no, panda movie. you're thinking Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Keanu's the Key and Peele movie about the cat that goes missing. Is it a cartoon? 
No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Let me just say this. When I saw the trailer, because I like Key and Peele tr- quite a bit, I was like, oh, I, you know, I kind of want to see this in theaters. I'll just say this. I'm glad I saw it on a plane. Yeah. Because all the best parts were in the trailer. Oh, there you That's go. That's the kind of movie it was. It was all right. It was but okay. the best parts were in the trailer. It was a good flight movie, though. And then, so that was my experience. We land. I get off one of the last ones, and I see you. Mm-hmm. And tell me about your flight experience. So, John is literally boarding the flight, and he's doing his last check-in with the, um, I don't know, customer service person. And I see him go through the tunnel. Okay, great. I line up, mm-hmm. and here's the thing. You have your boarding pass on your phone, yeah. and your passport is always open to your picture. Right. Okay, so I'm ready to, like, smoke through this line. Of I know course. exactly where I'm sitting, which is, like, what, 15, like, H or yeah. something, right? Just, no, it was A, B, C, D. You were E. You were e, middle C. Right? And so, either way. So, I get up, and there's, like, four people in front of me, and they're all, like, pushing to one person, and so one of the customer service people's like, hey, come on this side. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, sure. So I go on the other side. And it's like a younger dude. I'm just going to say it, though. He's younger and he's more ethnic than not ethnic. Okay. Okay? And so either way, he calls me over and he starts like, you know when you can see somebody's screen? Yeah, oh, yeah. And you know that they've typed something in wrong? Oh, yeah. And so you're like, oh, do you want to be the person oh, to call it out? They type your name with a Z? So he like types something in and it was like he typed my last number. You know how like each of your um, your boarding pass and it has like a number on it? Yeah. He typed the last digit wrong. Oh. And so a big red symbol Uh-oh. pops up. And then he's like, oh, sorry, something's wrong on the computer. I'm like, oh, no, I think you missed the number. Well, mm. Clearly, I need to learn to keep it in my face because yeah. this whole trip I've told people they're doing things oh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, and only half the time they were. What? Of course the Cable they, car. Cable car guy was doing it wrong. He was just totally doing it wrong. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyways, um, so he types it in wrong. And now I see, like, the other line I was supposed to be in moving so quickly and this guy, like, holding me hostage, essentially, mm-hmm. as he reboots the computer, and then he, like, types it up, and he's like, so, um, let's try this again. And I'm like, okay, cool. Types it in, and he's like, uh, we actually got a new seat for you. I'm like, huh? What? And so, I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, it'll be, like, 15E. And I'm like, that is my that seat. That is my seat. And he's like, oh, okay, hold on. And he, like, types something again, and I'm like, what are you typing? Yeah. Like, because it, it gets like a yellow symbol pops up, and then that's he's better like, than red. Better than red, and so clearly it's like junior kindergarten in terms of like policy yeah. changes. And so yellow comes up. He's like, ah, oh, just wait a second. I'm like, okay. He's like Valerie Gomez, and I'm like, yeah. yes. And everyone is like watching. Yeah, like, I don't course. even think it's in my head. Like everyone who's around us is like watching. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, types it in again. He's like. Here, let me just print you off. Um, no, that didn't happen yet. So he's like, okay, let's try it again. He puts it through and he's like, um, okay, you're good to go. I'm like, okay, thank okay. you. Yeah. So I'm like walking down the hall. This whole other family is like coming with me. Okay. Right? There's people in front of me. I'm like halfway through and I'm like, okay, whatever. That's like, that'll be my sponsorship. That's all I thought of. Right. Then this guy oh, no. comes screaming down the hall. What? Right? Being like, Valerie, Valerie Gomez, please stop. Please stop. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I turn around as everybody is looking at me. He's like, your name is Valerie Gomez, right? And I'm like, yes. yes. Right? And I'm like, here's yeah. the thing. Remember in Meet the Parents where yeah. it's like, do not yell bomb on a plane? Yeah. Maybe do not yell, is your name Valerie Gomez in a tunnel to a plane? <laughs> right. Right? And so then I'm like, yeah. 
And so he's like, oh, um, here's a printed out boarding ticket. Your your seat has changed. And okay. I'm like, okay. And so I look at it. I'm like, dude, it says 50 <laughs> again. Again? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to kill you. And then I would be taken off the yeah. plane. So then I was like freaking out. So I was just like, it's not worth it to say anything. So I'm just going to go chill. And so he's like, okay, I'm so sorry. He's like, you can go. But you know when every, where are you going? Thank you. But it's like, you know that, like, ah, it's on my zipper. <laughs> um, yeah, they gave us nice hotel slippers. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, we're just trying to get more comfortable in the hotel here. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, And so then he's like, okay, you can go. And I'm like, okay. But it was like doing the walk of shame yeah. where you're like, everybody's looking at you or right. like, you know, they're like, I wonder what happened there or whatever. Yeah. And I just, I said to you jokingly, I'm like, you never want to be like in 2016, the person who gets stopped in an airport. No, of course right? not. We've been watching a lot of Lost and all I thought was I am Saeed in oh, that no. situation. So either way, I get uh, out to the... What's his name? Jin Shi Shi. Jin Right? Um, and so we get on the plane and I'm like, oh, here we go. Somebody's going to be sitting in my seat. Yeah. I literally look and again, basic math, just count the rows. And so I count them. I'm like, oh, somebody's in my seat. Right. So like I walk down and then I like walk, walk, walk to row 15 and this older gentleman is sitting there. He's obviously with somebody he knows because he's talking to her. Then like, excuse me. Excuse me, and he doesn't answer, and I'm like, excuse me, yeah. and the wife's like, oh, I'm sorry, and I'm like, that's fine, if you want to sit here, totally cool. Yeah. I would like to point out, in this whole interaction, this man did not cough once. Okay. In the entire time, it took us to, like, actually get off the tarmac, he did not cough once. Right. Okay? I go and sit down, he doesn't really speak English, the wife doesn't speak that English that well either. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to put my headphones on and, like, just listen to some music. Perfect. Right? Done. The entire... Wait, did you say why you was sitting in your seat? No. You didn't say he was sitting in your... You said he was sitting in your seat, but you didn't say... He I guess... Just, he just was okay, sitting in sorry, my seat. Okay, here's my thing again. So he was supposed to have my yeah. seat. And here's the bullshit Air Canada thing. Mm-hmm. These two people booked together and they put you in between them. Mm. This is why I'm saying Air Canada. Fuck your booking system. <laughs> like, it's stupid. Well, it's stupid if they have red. Stop yeah. this person. Yellow. Yeah. Caution, right? Yellow caution. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, let's put you in between a marriage, married couple who's been together for probably 35 years. Yeah. And so either way, I was oh, just shit. like, I'll sit in the aisle. Dude will sit in the middle seat. Wife will sit at the window. Wife. Fine. And so I put on my headphones. And okay, here's my thing. In a plane, there's a lot of germs. Right? Oh yeah. There's a lot of germs. He did one thing that irritated me because he was a larger dude. Okay. He lifted the the side armrest. Oh yeah. And so him and I were basically oh, touching oh. thighs and like sides. Was and it I'm warm? Like, yes. Oh. And I'm like, I don't want your jigglies on me. And so I was like, this is gross. But then he'd also just keep coughing as soon as we took off. <laughs> but it was like exactly, it was like a guttural cough. Mm. Right? And he wouldn't cover his mouth, so it was just like you could see spit oh, flying everywhere. That's and disgusting. so I'm just like, oh my god. So I would kind of try and sit with my like back towards it. So I yeah. was facing the like aisle even okay. more so. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna like 
literally block this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. However, I could not block this out because this guy was everywhere. What? <laughs> so, like, okay, so the food cart. Did something just fall on my head? <laughs> something fall on your head I don't from know. the ceiling here? Hold this, please. Okay. Um, so then. Either way, um... This guy was everywhere? This guy was everywhere, and so the food thing comes around. I didn't want anything, so I just got a drink. And so the guy was, like, looking at the cafe menu. Yeah. When the woman's in our aisle, he doesn't want anything. Okay. When he's, she's two things back, uh, he, now he wants now- something. So I had to, like... Because they don't speak English, I had to, like, call her back. Really? And so I call her back, and then they obviously don't speak English, so they're just pointing at the pictures... And so he's like, he wanted chip, he wanted Pringles, and he wanted... Uh, Twizzler sticks? No, he wanted the Pringler, Pringlers. <laughs> he wanted Pringles, and um, what else was it? It was like the cashews or something. Okay. And so I'm like, okay. And so you know you have to like pass it through, so yeah, I'm like yeah, passing yeah. it all to him. And then he like gives his like Visa card or whatever, and the woman's like... It's not the first woman who handles the food. It's the woman who handles the drinks now. Yeah, okay. Doing it. And so she's like, how much are these? And yeah, because she does the drinks, She does not She does Exactly. Mm. So I'm like, oh, he's not saying anything because he can't speak English. This conversation is taking forever. Uh, people aren't getting their drinks. They're, all these people are just facing me and hovering over me now. Right. And so I said, I was like, okay, dude, the Pringles are like three bucks. The cashews are like four bucks. Yeah. Right? And so total $7. The guy gives his Visa card. It's clearly not working. The woman also doesn't know how to use the machine. She's, like, typing in shit. She's, like, not. it's not going through. She has to, like, manually put in the numbers. It's not going through. She tries tapping it. It's not going through. I was like, you know what? I'll just pay for it. Mm-hmm. So I rip out my credit card, and I'm like, here. What? Well, because I, I, I know, I Wouldn't you do the same well, thing? Well, the guy next to me, he ordered food, and his mm-hmm. card didn't work either. Mm-hmm. And so the lady's like, lady's like, I gotta go type in the numbers manually. And if it didn't work, I would have I would have yeah. paid for it, but I would have been like, well, give me some money, yo. Well, I kind of just was like, here, I'll use my credit card. Yeah. And then the wife was like, oh, here, give her the money. Yeah. And so then he was like, how much? So he clearly didn't even know what he was paying for. Oh my, you should have... Took him for all he's worth, like eight hundred dollars, and then sit there in the same thing. The the terrorist who got chased down the aisles now literally negotiating. You already got a red flag on your name, <laughs> exactly. So. so then I pay for them. They give me like five American dollars, which I'm like, sweet. I just made three dollars oh, somehow, which is great. Then I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm going back to bed or whatever. So I put my headphones in. He's like chomping away on his chips, coughing the math up. So it's like literally getting the remnants out of his uh. face. Then I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. He, like, gets up with me, and he's just standing oh. in the aisle, yeah. right, for the whole time. He now decides he needs water, okay? So he goes, and somehow, even though the cart stand is more near you, because they've taken so long, yeah. he somehow gets water, right? I come back to my seat, and I'm like, oh, hi. Like, I'm thinking he's maybe waiting for me yeah, to, uh, like, come back. Come so back. He, then he'll sit down. He'll sit down. So he comes back. I literally look at his tray table. There is, like, an infinite amount of pills on this really? table. There is, like, oh my God. not, like, a week's worth, like, 
a month's worth of Jesus. pills on this table. Ziploc bags, canisters, like yeah. a fucking pharmacy is here. He has two glasses of those like plastic glasses of water and they're both shaking. I'm like, oh, oh God. God, so help me God. He literally tries to go sit down and throws one <laughs> into his seat, what? which like ripples into my seat. And then the whole rest of the trip, I can hear him trying to like dry up the water and then squish his butt what? <laughs> into it as he's like, <clears throat> Oh my god. Coughing. And I'm like, get me out of here. And so, like, the sad thing is, is his wife is so appreciative of me, like, helping them. Yeah. Like, clean up and, like, pay for things. And she's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, that's okay. Is it, though? Is, is it? it, though? And so we finally, like, the one thing we didn't say is the flight actually left an hour later. Yeah, we sat on the tarmac for, like, an hour. Because I jinxed us. Because I was like, because I'm like, okay, this is, like, a five and a half hour flight. I'm like, remember when we had that 10-hour flight from Rome, but it was really 11 hours because we were stuck on the tarmac yeah. for an hour, and then I jinxed us. Yeah, so we John jinxed us. So what could have felt like I've flown to SF before, and it's been like straight five hours. Right. Seamless flight. This was like six and a half. Of I will say, from my experience alone, it was ended up being like a pretty decent flight. I got some mm-hmm. pizza to snack on, which was nice. <laughs> Watched a movie, listened to some podcasts. It was great. Anyways, so we get to the SF airport. Yep. And then pretty seamless, we picked up our luggage. Yeah, and again, I didn't know where we were, so you took me everywhere. You took me to the baggage. We got on the BART. Got on the BART. And you've never, so you've never been to San Francisco? No. You've only been to the airport. Yeah. So I kind of, because I get, I'm a bit of a nervous traveler to a place I've never been, so I, I tried to, you made fun of me. I had a clipboard full of yeah. notes and stuff. Because I always take the piss out of your dad, because, okay, there's two <laughs> things. There's two things here. John is so 2016 for everything else. Yeah. But I, I Love to, all like, my Apple gear, MacBooks, right? totally. watches, phones. But I had to like convince him to download his boarding pass to the Air Canada Sometimes app. I like having the actual piece of paper, so, the ticket. So, like a fucking 90-year-old crotchety male, he is like, here, Val, here's my clipboard my of My clipboard, files. all my info. And it was like printed out, like literally. Large letters. Large bold. letter, bold, size, like fucking 28 <laughs> impact font, like files. They're like, what is this? And then you're like, it's all our notes. I'm like, you literally just murdered a forest. And so I'm like, why did you at least take screen grabs? Oh, but but you did. did. He literally. I made folders in my phone. (laughs) He like triplicated the instructions between digital to analog. Because when I'm on the plane or the hotel, I want to look at my clipboard. Mm -hmm. But when we're we're out in the real world, actually traveling these places, I want to look at my phone. So I had hotel to AT&T, hotel to Alcatraz, hotel to concert. Yeah. Airport to hotel. And we, well, we got everywhere, but you definitely stepped up your game. Yeah. So I think, like, this is one trip where I feel like, and you would think Europe was, like, a better case for this, but I felt like San Fran was a very definitive lesson in yours and my traveling styles. Yeah. They all came out. And the way I like to explain it is through the amazing race, (laughs) where I just tend to wander and find things, right? Or I'll ask people where John is like, where's my clipboard? Where's my clipboard? (laughs) Because I'm like, I would trust Google Maps over some random dude. Google Maps did steer us wrong, though. Yeah. So So we get there. I was going to say, again, some foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. One of our goals, whenever we go to a, a city... Chicago, New York, London, mm-hmm. San Fran, 
you and to me to a degree always want to try and get recognized as a local and yeah. we want a tourist to ask us yeah. directions we'll leave it at that mm-hmm. so we took the bart in the yellow line and it was so cool because it goes underground and above ground and it was just so much fun mm-hmm. to see the mountains and rolling hills and like palm trees desert and area desert and just all the architecture of like houses how they're just painted different mm-hmm. bright colors mm-hmm. so i thought that was really really cool i thought it was awesome the bard system I will say, like, I think one of the differences, I don't know, I feel like Toronto transportation might be a little bit more efficient. Only, yeah, one of the main reasons why Toronto Transit, if it's running smoothly, things come every three to six minutes, right, on average. There is some... This one in San Fran, I noticed things go from 10 to 20 minutes. A lot of our notes were like, catch the cable car that comes once every 15 minutes. Yeah. And then when we were going to the concert, we were taking the yellow BART. And we had gotten down there, there was two minutes left, but the next one to go the same direction was 22 minutes away. Yeah. So I guess it's just like the frequency of which transportation comes yeah. is not as high as it is for Toronto. Right. Um, having said that. So we get to Powell Station, mm-hmm. and we're staying right now at the beautiful Concord, Stanford, no, not Concord, the Stanford Court. Court, Court, no, just Court. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and I thought, I, uh, I like this place a lot. I liked it a lot. So, getting there, and one <laughs> thing I was warned about was there's lots of hills. And I knew that about San Francisco. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we can either take the cable car up, or I'm like, or we can just walk. It's like a 10-minute walk. It's basically like walking from Dundas up to, like, Wellesley Street. Yeah, Young and Dundas, Young and Wellesley. So, you're like, okay, let's do that. And there was a huge line for the cable car. It was, like, 5 in the afternoon. Because it's also those, like, novelty cars. Like, for those of you guys who aren't familiar with um, San Francisco, like, um, transportation, there's the BART, which is, like, their subway line. There's something called the The Mooney, which I love, um, which is, like, streetcars, buses, like, a bunch of different things. And then cable cars yeah. are part of the Mooney system. Right. And so cable cars are those old novelty ones that you see, like, when you see when you think quintessential yeah. um, San Francisco transportation. And they only fit, like, maybe 20 people. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. So we decided to walk. And I'm like, oh, I can see it up there. The hills aren't that bad. So the first <laughs> eight minutes of our walk, it's a fine. Pretty, it's fine. It's not too steep. And then I'm like, okay, it's our, our street's coming up in three streets. And then that's when it's, like, the steepest hill ever. It is ever. so bad. Like, I was remembering Barcelona in, yeah. like, the baking, sweltering heat. Yeah. And it was, like, at some point there was, like, an escalator to take you yeah, down yeah, in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, San Francisco did not have an escalator. And so we were walking, yeah. and, like, it, it got hot. Yeah, it got it, hot. It, it got hard. Hard. And then we, we powered our way up there with all yeah. of our suitcases, and you had your laptop in your bag, so yeah. that was heavy. So anyways, we get up there. It was an adventure. Check into the hotel. Really nice hotel yeah. we're in right now. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very musical. Oh, yeah. So it's the elevators <laughs> play different cool music, right? Yeah. I guess they were saying that in that area or at that Union hotel Square. in Union Square, bands like The Grateful Dead, Metallica, yeah. CCR, yeah. Um, Bread, Bread. Which, which is awesome. And I, th- I thought you thought I was joking. Um, had played their two-pack. Like, even the mural behind the yeah. concierge desk was, like, all these great artists. Right. And so whenever you'd go in the lift to go up to your floor for, like, your room, the elevator played, like, the coolest jam. For sure. So, keep going. So, so that was cool. So we got there Thursday night, mm-hmm. and it was, what, like, by this time after we showered and changed, like, 7.30, 7? Yeah. Which was 8, 9, 10.30 our time. Yeah. And we just landed there, so... Like, let's go... And you see, you didn't get to eat much on the plane, no. so you were starving. 
So we went down uh, Union Square and we found you found a really cool restaurant. No, you go, found oh, it. I found it. It was just like a restaurant. We rest- went to Stan's. Stan's. It reminded me of a restaurant in, next to Adelaide Music Hall. No. Danforth? Danforth Music oh, Hall. Oh, Allen's. Allen's. Yeah. So we went there and we had a waitress who was a trainee and she forgot her salad, which was fine. Which was fine. But, but I felt like I was talking too much about the salad. Like she's like, yeah, of course you can order reorder the salad. Um, yes, I put in that order about the salad. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, like, like to cancel that order. And I was like, salad. yes, we do like to cancel. She's like, okay, I've canceled I've the order. I've canceled that order. And every one of these sentences was a different, like, two-minute interval of her yeah. coming up to us. But the restaurant was really funny. I don't know if you saw the creepy old photos on no, the side. No, I don't remember. I took a picture of them. They were, like, very much, like, that place was haunted. Oh, for sure. 100%. But you love the restaurant because at the end they gave you a token to go use a slot machine. I know, but I never win anything. I have the worst luck. That's all right. So then Friday night, go back. We actually wandered around a bit. Yeah, we wandered in the dark. We and went up to like Knob Hill area. Yeah, so by this time, I think it was like 9, 30, 10. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's go back to the room, watch some Lost, and regroup tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and it was awesome. And we went to bed like probably 12, 1 a.m. Again, San Fran time, which is like 4 a.m. So we wake up, and Friday I was excited because we had book tickets to go to Alcatraz. Correct. So what did we do Friday? We just Oh, Friday you found that really cool yeah. breakfast Yeah, so I spot. saw a place when we were walking called Roxanne's Cafe. Roxanne! Roxanne! Oh, your and voice is way better than that. <laughs> really? And so we ended up going there for breakfast, yeah. and I thought it was delicious. Yeah, I liked it. It was one of those pretty small restaurants mm-hmm. where you're side by side with people, but it was very quaint and cute. It was very quaint and cute, and so we hung out there. And then from there, to John's point, we had we had a couple minutes. We had like a couple hours to kick it before Alcatraz, right? Yeah, so did we wander around? Or we did... wandered around again, I think. So, yes, yeah, so we wandered around and then we were taking... The Mooney. The Mooney. So we took, again, I had my clipboard of fun. Which did I left, you? No, I left that at the hotel. But I had yeah, my phone. phone directions that said take... The cable car down to Encarnacion Street yeah. or whatever that thing is. In And then from there, walk over and take the Mooney to the, the Fisherman's Wharf Pier 33. Now, when we got down to Embarsa Cornrows, corn I, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> find the Mooney. And then you came out and you were able to find the Mooney. Yes. And so I do think because it's like San Francisco very much like Toronto runs on a grid. Yeah. Um, at least to like everything we did, it felt like it was on a grid. Um, however, it, it was a little bit confusing because so many, and this is where I think it's more like New York, so many different lines yeah. or like yeah. types of Mooney vehicles run on the same track. Right. Right. So we finally got on the bus and we went down to Pier 33, checked mm-hmm. in, got our tickets, and we had some time to kill. So we just kind of walked the start of the Fisherman's Wharf, I guess. Yeah. And it was fun. We put up some stickers at mm-hmm. 605. There was, like, this cool area that had all these stones with, like, different names or, mm-hmm. like, phrases. Yeah. So we put one of our pictures, one yeah. of our stickers there. And then we went, got in line, and we got on the boat to the Alcatraz. Yeah. And so did you know much about Alcatraz before? I did not. All I only knew about it through Silicon Valley for the So moment. you really didn't know Alcatraz? Like, I knew, okay, so I knew Alcatraz because of Al Capone. Right? right? As like... But did you know it was on an island? Did you know yeah, it was like yeah. a really famous prison? I knew it was a famous prison. I knew Al Capone was housed there. I knew that in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Ehrlich wanted to throw his party there in yeah. this last season for his, um, what you call it, company with, with Big Head. Um, but I was like, I didn't know 
anything else, like, besides, okay. like, the really high-level statements about it. You're telling me you haven't watched The Rock with Nicolas Cage? No! Or Escape from Alcatraz with your boy Clint, get off my lawn in Eastwood? <laughs> no! <laughs> so, okay. I knew. Did you know a lot about it? Yeah, I just knew it was, like, the fit, like, it was famous for, like, no one can escape from this prison, lots of people mm-hmm. tried, and it was, like, maximum security. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I want to hear more of the history and how it shut down, mm-hmm. and did people escape, this and that. And so, the one thing is, is that you had to pre-book tickets, because it is, like... Oh, it's, like, super touristy. Super like, touristy. Everyone wants to go there. And you, everybody always wants to do the night tour. Well, that's what it's recommended because it's scarier. It's at yeah. night, I guess. I was cool at daytime. I was cool at daytime. I'd be too nervous. Frankie would be. <laughs> yeah, and I want to go do other shit. Yeah. So we get there and we we went to go watch like a quick like orientation video about the history of Alcatraz. Just kind of done set by it up. the Discovery Channel. Exactly, and then we did some wandering. Then we went and took the audio tour, mm-hmm. which was awesome. So. What did you? Yeah. I okay. thought it was great. Like you, you they do a great job of. Telling you, like, okay, go to this gate, and now here's the history of this jail cell, and here's who, you know, Bumpy Knuckles stayed here, and <laughs> Birdman Jr. was here, and it's like, this is where... Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly, and then they'd actually have, like, former prisoners tell, like, the history. And it was so cool, you could walk into some prison, like, some cells, mm-hmm. you could touch the brick, feel it, see how cold it was. Mm-hmm. You go in the kitchen, visitation, the morgue, the, all these places. I thought it was really interesting. So, like, we went... So, okay, two things. One, if you guys haven't been there, it reminded me of the prison in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Right? That kind of setup style. And so, in one of the areas where they kept, like, Al Capone, Machine Gun Kelly, and all of those, there was that, like, detainee section where there's no like light yeah and you could walk into that cell and so so one of the like i don't know one of the tourist people what are they called hosts (laughs) guides guide i don't know (laughs) you're making fun of me earlier for saying like i was like this was the most stoic ballpark i I dropped (laughs) i dropped some knowledge on the ballpark and you're like oh just say it was good I said amazing. And I was like, my name is Clint. Get off my lawn. (laughs) So either way, we get asked one of the host guides. (laughs) Right? And so she's like, hey, does anyone want to go into one of these cells? Solidary confinement cells. Yeah, that's what they're called. Solidary confinement cells. Dropping down. Right? And so John and I are the only ones besides this other girl who who volunteered. And you got to think, there's like 20 people around us. And so they put you in the cell. It has the cage bar door yeah. to close and then a steel door in front of it with no light coming in so it was pitch black but did, did you notice those like red eye those red dots stop. you didn't see stop being weird they were right next to you Ow! <laughs> i'm shirtless <laughs> stop i saw no red eyes thank you i'll give you red eyes <laughs> oh she tried to kill me yes a month ago, she, you tried to stab me in the butt with a knife. No, I if I end up missing her dad, you did it. First this is out there. You tried to stab me with a knife in the ass. First of all. Not tried. You did stab me in the ass I with a knife. Stab Unprovoked. Okay. So True. We are, okay. False. You're telling the story. And I've got red marks on me. Yeah, they're pretty red. <laughs> First of all. Try to kill me for my we podcast were, money. We were in the kitchen. This is to John's point about stabbing. We were in the kitchen, and I can't remember the episode of The Office. How to get away with murder? No, there's an episode of The Office where Michael Scott uh, is, like, like teaching self-defense or something. 
Then Dwight is like, oh, he's like, all you have to do is protect yourself. And Michael's like, I could totally, if I have a good knife, I just stab you. And then he's like, stab, 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 stab. (laughs) With a knife. And he's like poking Dwight with it. But it's like, obviously, he doesn't have a real knife. He's just using like his hand to do the gesture. So in the kitchen, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I had a knife, but it wasn't a hard knife. It was like a dinner knife. And I started stabbing Stabbing in the ass. with the knife and I'm like stab 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 (laughs) send you to Alcatraz (laughs) no and so I'd be put in that other area I know off Broadway Uh, so either way exactly John and I realized if we were sent to Alcatraz we'd never see each other oh I'd have the nice cage with like the instruments I could play blow my horn my trombone (laughs) I'd have nothing I'd be in that one wing with four people (laughs) it was not fun so the tour was great. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. We spent a couple hours there. Uh, and then the funny part was, so we were leaving. We did the audio, audio tour. And then I'm like, let's go do some more exploring. Mm-hmm. We're kind of walking up this hill. And mm-hmm. all over the Alcatraz, there's words that were painted kind of all over. <laughs> because I didn't know this either. Back right when it closed, or after a few years after it closed, the native Indians... Uh, <laughs> Tell this history lesson, John. Go. Native Americans wanted their land back. They because they're originally from America. They're the first ones there. Then the pioneer settler pilgrims came and sold the land from them. Yes. And so they're like, well, we want our land back, not just reserves. We don't want to just be saying on reserves all the time. So as a protest, a bunch of natives moved on to Alcatraz, and they started this whole movement to get a lot more credit for what they did. The more you know. <laughs> Oh, is that not true? <laughs> I feel like the star from the more you know commercials just came over your head. <laughs> right. So very eloquent, John. So we were walking up and on like this barn door or something. <laughs> I read the, I, so I read it said all it said on this barn or whatever above the arc of the barn door. It said blow your horn and then like maybe five feet off said the in giant letters mark. Mark. So we both read it though. The, so the, the way I read it was and even my. But gr- I read it that was what yeah. was funny. So okay. this is why I said it, because my, even though my grammar, I have really crappy grammar, Yeah. I know when you're writing out a name, if you're saying like, uh, hey, thank you very much, Mark, you put a <laughs> comma before the word Mark. So I just read this, I'm like, there's no comma, So, but I'm like, if you read this out loud with a comma, it'd be like, blow, blow your, your horn, horn, Mark. And so... The crazy thing was, was that I interpreted that gap of space the same way. So John and I just like burst out laughing yeah. and we're like, why are, we're like, how did you say it? Yeah. And we both said it. Blow, Blow your, your horn, horn, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys probably think we're crazy. Yeah. But for the rest of the trip, that became like a literal statement yeah, for everything. So awesome. that was awesome. So, so whoever so, Mark is, make yeah, sure you blow, blow, blow that, that horn. Blow that horn, baby. <laughs> so the Alcatraz was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Even just like the boat ride to and throw were fantastic. To and throw? Yeah, that's a proper way to say it. Oh, okay. I can say to and from, but to and throw. Okay. You can say it. And I just did. <laughs> Mark. So we take the boat back. And then we wanted to go check out the rest of the Fisherman's Wharf. Mm-hmm. And so we walked all along. It was a lot of fun. Lots of stuff going on. You want, We wanted some seafood for lunch. Yeah. So we went to, what was it called? Um, Where's my phone? I don't know. Pause it. Mm-hmm. I want to call it like the Crab Shack, but I know it's not that. Okay. Um, but either way, we went to this place like right in the heart of Fisherman's Wharf. 
And we ordered, obviously. Um, I got the fish and chips. We got shrimp tacos. We got um, the grilled bread shrimp in the bread bowl, which was delicious. Um, the only thing I was freaking out, there were fucking pigeons everywhere. Yeah, and those birds did not give a fuck. No, they didn't. They were in it to win it. So So we did that, and then you, before we left and went back to the hotel, you said that there were sea lions somewhere. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to see the sea lions. And so John, obviously, because we didn't have this oh, on his clipboard. Oh, it wasn't on my clipboard or, or my photo So we album. had to, like, literally turn on the data, find where the sea lions were. Yeah. And then it's in Pier 39 is, yeah. like, the trendy. That's the heart of Fisherman's Wharf. Part of, it's like the new age Fisherman's Wharf. We're yeah. all, like... The restaurants, like the more like upscale restaurants and like gift shops and things are. Correct. And then behind that area on Pier 39, there's like a bunch of little docks that have sea lions on them. Mm-hmm. So we saw a bunch of them. Those are pretty cool. We took pictures and video. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we went back to the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, showered and changed. And then we went out to dinner. No, we went out. Did we go to dinner? Yeah, no, we, we did went it after. No, we went to a movie first. Yes. So, I've been trying to see the movie War Dogs for a while, mm-hmm. and I always we always seem to really like to go to movies when we're on vacation as well. Yeah. It's fun to go to different theaters. So, you were great, and you looked up a theater that was close by, mm-hmm. and you saw that War Dogs was playing. Mm-hmm. So, the last time we went to see a movie in the States was in Chicago, and we yeah. saw San Andreas, yes. which takes place in San Fran. Yeah. And those theaters had these awesome, like, couches, basically, like yeah. Lazy Boy chairs. You get to lean all the way back. Yeah. So, we go... To the theater. I think it was called, like, Cinematic something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and first, before we go in there, you, you want to get a coffee. Yes. And so, I think that there's, like, and I remember this from, like, my stint in Washington, was that a lot of the drinks they have at Starbucks in Canada that are, like, the claim to fame drinks, like chai lattes, they don't actually have London that. London Fogs. L- London Fog tea lattes. Those aren't actually as commercial in Starbucks. And so this theater had chai tea on there. But then when I went to the woman to be like, hey, can you make that a chai tea latte? Yeah. And said, it looked like I literally asked her, like, how to do quantum physics questions. Oh my God, she really? was so confused. And I'm like, you just frothed the milk. And she's like, Ugh. I'm like, you know what? It's totally fine. I just want a cappuccino. Yeah. Right. And so that was fine. But then you went to go get. And I wasn't, I'm was still full from the fish and chips from mm-hmm. Fisherman's Wharf. So I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I'll, I was going to try and get like, Vitamin water, but they didn't have one that was like, mm-hmm. you're like, why don't you get like a slushy? I'm like, you yeah. know what, why not? So I got a blue and red slushy, and then I go up to pay, and the and you the, say, I'm, and like, I'm like, hey, oh, I'm just I getting this slushy, this small slushy. And she's like, okay, just one icy. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, damn. Right? So it's just a, the vernacular is a little different. A little different. Right? Like how we call pop, like pop. Yeah. They, they call it soda. Soda, that's right. Right? And stuff. So, you know, different West Coast different vernacular. Strokes for different folks. Exactly. And then we and went to go see War Dogs. And P.S. They had those reclining leather so chairs. Good. I was like, yes. So good. Okay, so, so should we do our fast, fast bender? bender? Yeah, so on the fast bender scale, what do you give War Dogs? Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Um, maybe 7.5 out of 10. Really? Yeah. I gave it like 8.6. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I, I really liked it. Do you want to give a description, yeah. though? So, for those of you guys who don't know War Dogs, it just came out this year. It stars Jonah Hill and Miles Teller, and Bradley Cooper is off in yeah. it as like a beeline character. But it's based on a true story 
of two young men named David Packhouse and Ephraim Deveroli, who won a 300 million contract from the Pentagon to arm America's allies in Afghanistan. So basically they're just arms dealers. Yeah. And they look for contracts on like a Fed website. Like young 20-somethings dealing against like big, huge corporations. Or like the way they were making money was they were taking the small contracts that the bigger companies wouldn't take. And that's how they made money. Then eventually they took on this huge contract that was like incredible. Yes. So, yes. Great explanation. Very stoic plan. (laughs) So, okay, so we go in, and the one thing I really liked about the film was all the music. Yeah, the music was awesome. I thought it was... Way to to drop that paper, dude. Ah, fuck. So, so either way, what I loved about the movie was that... Um, Jonah Hill, I thought, played his character really well. He was He's kind of like another more heightened version of his character from Wolf of Wall Street. That, like, snarly, really greasy, conniving, money-grubbing dude. He was also, his character thought he was Tony Montana from Scarface, right? He thought he was in Scarface. Yeah. He wanted to be a gangster and shoot him up and deal and make money and all this shit. But the one thing I didn't like was Miles Teller's acting. Like, I also just, I thought his character line was, like, a little bit, like, unrealistic. I I thought Miles Teller was all right. I just think it's tough when there's basically, there's obviously lots of characters, but the two guys who have the most screen time are him and Jonah Hill. Mm -hmm. And Jonah Hill is acting on a 10 where it's, like, he has such a charismatic person to portray Mm -hmm. and he has all these great lines and this and that miles tyler is just kind of like the moral compass and Mm -hmm. he doesn't have as meaty of dialogue no he doesn't so it's hard to kind of pin them together but it also is like does he have a moral compass because i read an article after we saw the film and it was saying that his wife who i thought was equally the most useless character right she was the person to be his moral compass miles teller's character so whenever miles teller felt guilty about like his life it was only in relation to her finding out yeah right everything else he was fine the other thing i read was this movie was basically and you told me this prior to me reading it was that the idea of this movie from the creators of the Hangover film. Yeah. He read an article that was in Rolling Stone about this yeah, case. Yeah, there's, a, I guess, a pretty famous article about these two guys when they signed this huge deal. Mm-hmm. And then that's how this movie got made off of that article. And the director of The Hangover directed this, which is why mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper is in it. And it's why it's got drama and comedy, I think. Yeah. So it's a very, like, bro-y film. Oh, yeah. But I think it's because the two guys are from Miami yeah. in 2009, 2008, which is, like, Jersey Shore and... Because they always just say, like, bro. Bro, yeah. And I think that's just probably how they that's talk probably as well, how it right? Is. But I still liked it a lot. I thought it was entertaining. I, I'd recommend I'd watch seeing it. Again. it. I'd watch, I can't wait for it to come on the movie network yeah. to see again. I just saw on Saturday night, The Revenant is on the movie well, network. That's so all you. That. That's all you. But no, I thought it was a good movie to see. It's like this year's been so shitty, the summer for mm-hmm. movies. I feel like we saw this, and mm-hmm. then what's the last one we saw? What was it? I don't know. But I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot to see. So. Yeah. So I thought that was good. And from there, we went and you found a really cool bar to grab drinks yeah. at. Yeah. So we went to O'Farrell Street and... O'Farrell. O'Farrell. Um, and then we went to Bartlett Hall. Yeah. Which was awesome. Super trendy. Um, for whatever reason, I was really shocked we got carded. Maybe because I feel like we don't get carded. No, in everyone got carded there. Okay, though. so... Every single person who walked in. Yeah. So we went there for drinks and for food after. And again, it was like... 
probably like 11. It was like 10, 30, 10 11, 11 San Fran time. So I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, I need to go home and, and go I'm sleep. like, hey, I need to have some beer and like some chicken wings and fries. But I actually really liked it there. I thought the environment was like super cool. And so the one thing I always laugh about is that every time we're like, okay, so we're leaving, it's probably like midnight, like yeah. 1230 or whatever. And you obviously have to wait for this cable car to come up the street, yeah. right? So it doesn't come because it's like every 20 minutes, but yeah. it probably takes less time to just walk uh, up the it, hill. It would have taken 10 minutes to walk, but the problem is the hills are so steep the last three streets mm-hmm. that it's like you're out of breath and sweating. Like it's you're not, out of breath and sweating. Like it's easy to do. It's definitely tough. And so for whatever reason, every time we chose to walk up the hill, I literally just ate food. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, John's like, let's walk up the hill. And I think because I adapted to the time change differently. Yeah. And so, um, and for whatever reason, I thought like, I think you ate more breakfast than I did. Yeah, I did. Typically. So then I, because I preferred dinner. Yeah. So I would eat dinner and you wouldn't eat that much. Right. And so I was like, hey, after eating chicken wings and fries, let's walk up three hills. And yeah, you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> so. So that was a fun day. That was an awesome day. And then Saturday was a big day because it was baseball game baseball day. Baseball game day. So you had some ideas of things you wanted to do in San Francisco. Some more easily access, accessible accessible and mm-hmm. easily doable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you want to go see some big trees. Yes. Which... Uh, so, okay, I get really excited because I'm somebody who travels and I'm like, we can fit everything in. Hence in point that... The time we went to Prince Edward Island. No, we went to Halifax. Halifax. And you wanted to go to PEI. Yeah. And it took four and a half hours to drive there and back. So we spent nine hours driving for maybe an hour and a half just to hang out. <laughs> Did you not like it? Can you not say you went to Prince Edward Island? I'd been there as a kid. Do you remember it? Oh, hell yeah. The Red Beach. So then why didn't you fucking give us better directions so we didn't get lost for four hours? In half? It takes four hours to drive there. Does it? It's not like it takes an hour and I got lost for three damn hours. I remember being lost in the mud forest with, like, the fucking swamp people coming out of the fucking blind dog we almost almost killed. goddamn blind dog. (laughs) Right? So... True. So you wanted to go to this place. I wanted to go to Muir Park. I think and, it's our Moor Park where they have the big giant trees. Here's the good and bad thing of what our trip. The good thing was we had all these things planned. Alcatraz, baseball, and, and uh, Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. The problem was they were all at set times, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, baseball was at 6 o'clock. Snoop Dogg was at like 8 o'clock. We had to do things that were kind of local. Not necessarily. We just had to make sure we were back at certain times, right? Yeah. So you want to go to this really cool park that looked mm-hmm. awesome. It was... Moor Park. Moor Park. <laughs> and when I looked it up, it was two and a half hours away. It was away. on the Sausalito. We'd have to cross, like, the, the Golden, Golden Gate Bridge. It was two and a half hours each way <laughs> by transportation. I know, but it's like, okay, so we're going to lose five hours just to do this when we could spend the five hours. Which <laughs> I said, we just got to come back and rent a car next time. Fine. So instead, you wanted to go, and I did as well. We yeah. wanted to see some of the uh, Full House shit. <laughs> Don't call it that. That's my childhood. My childhood too. We wanted to go up and see the houses. So we wanted to see the actual Full House house, and we wanted to see the famous houses during the intro when they're all like on the hill, and you see those uh, painted ladies are called yeah. in the distance. So I was like, okay, I had my clipboard. Mm-hmm. And another thing I said, I'm like, okay, we got to be careful we don't go to Tenderloin. Because that's like the really, really Which sketchy. Which I think is such like a funny name. Yeah, but it's a really dangerous area with like drug addicts and shit. Okay. I'm like, but you want to go. I'm like, well, l- lucky for you, the bus we took on the way to the Painted Ladies rolled right through Tenderloin. <laughs> 
which was awesome. I didn't think it looked sketchy. It doesn't look any more sketchy than when we drive through Sherbourne in Toronto to go to your baseball games. Yeah, but I've read articles, and that's in a secure car. We were in, like, public transit. So? And it was safe. It's fine. So, anyways, we're driving on the way to the Painted Lady, and you see this really cool area. Yeah, hold on. Pause it. So, yeah, so we took the bus up um, Hay Street to go to, like, Alamo Park area, which is where you research, and that's where, like, the Painted Ladies are, which are the five houses Mm -hmm. in the Full House TV show opening credits. So, we get up there, and like I said, you saw this cool street, but we go up there first, and the stupid park, Alamo Park, was closed down. Oh, it was under construction until, like, 2017. I was so pissed off, but we still got to have a cool view of the Painted Ladies, and Mm -hmm. I'm like... It is cool, and I like them. I'm like, they're they're just really neat uh, buildings or mm-hmm. houses. But then we were both saying like, it would must it must suck to live in those houses. First of all, how much do they cost? Mm-hmm. Second of all, all day every day are tourists taking pictures and videos and standing mm-hmm. on their lawn just to be there, right? Totally. And so like one of my friends, um, Brittany, friend of the podcast, she actually says she lives right near the Painted Ladies. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I wonder like. Does she have, like, just people, like, wandering down the streets trying to find them or whatever? And so um, it was really cool. We hung out there for a while. And then, like, people were obviously just, like, pal on the hill taking the pictures. But it would have been nice just to chill in the park had it not been under construction. That's what I was hoping for. Because it was a crazy cool view. Yeah, and so from there. So from there... We're like, okay, let's take the bus back down through. No, we walked down. Like, oh, locals. yeah, we walked down like locals. And you were always enamored that there were garages. Yeah, this was the weirdest thing. I think it's because if you're downtown right now, and also downtown, there's houses, but not a lot of them. It's just. In Toronto? In, tr- in Toronto, like downtown. Yeah. Oh, sorry, there are a lot of houses, but these are like. Semi-detached. Semi-detached on the street. So these houses in San Fran, they all had garages. But I think it's smarter that way. No, it is, but I just, I don't know why, but I was just amazed, being like, holy shit. Yeah. Because they're all raised off the ground. So it's like, yeah. as opposed to like... It's not like you have to drive behind your house yeah. in like the sketchy area. It's like, no, they're all no, garages it, everywhere. It's like it blew eight, my mind. eight steps to get to your front door, Yeah. right? So that eight steps creates that height. You just put a garage that's eight feet tall. Yeah, I just thought okay? it was cool. So John was enamored by this. We walked down Hay Street um, to this cool little section area. Um, that I saw on Laguna Street, mm-hmm. and so I think that's like in this uh, SF Jazz area. Is oh, okay, what I found, yeah. I don't know, whatever. But there was like this strip of like really funky shops, and it reminded me of like Queen West in Toronto or Soho or something. Soho in New York. New York. Um, not NoHo. Not NoHo. Soho. Oh, Soho. Um, so we go walking around, and we find like some cool shops, but we go into one store, mm-hmm. and. I was like, it was a guy girl store, yeah. right? They had some cool shit unisex, in the back. Unisex, you could say. You unisex, you could say. Um, and so John goes and checks out some clothing. I immediately go to the sunglasses wall, yeah. And I find like a pair of shades that I automatically just gravitate to. Yeah. They're like not quintessentially hipster, which I like, but nope. they're still a little different. They were unique. They were unique. Um, um, and so they're by. All Hem, okay. I think is the brand name, and so I try them on. They're like the frames are like black, gray, oh, and white. They look so cool on you. They they look cool. So is the price, and so <laughs> I call you back, and I'm like, hey, do you like these? And you're Instantly, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, right. And so I haven't traded my sunglasses in. Like I still have my same aviators for about three years. Yeah. Right, and I got them for like thirty bucks. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I wear sunglasses all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I flip over these sunglasses, the ones 
that I got do not have a price tag on it. No. But the ones that are the same yeah. brand and the same style, just a different frame color, are 380 US dollars. Right. <laughs> and so... Ah, what a- I mean, come on. We both work hard. We yeah. got to treat ourselves. And so to me, though, and so you're really good at talking me into buying things because you're like, you wear your glasses all the time. Yeah. Someone like I don't wear glasses enough to pay a lot of money for sunglasses. Mm-hmm. You wear them all day, every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. And so I was like, OK, you know what? I don't have a problem dropping this much. But then it made me feel better because when I went up to the cashier to pay for them, they came up to like $411 or whatever. I was like, holy fuck, no. right? But the guy's like, oh, yeah, these are the last, last ones because he's like, these ones have been like such a hot commodity here. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I feel good that I'm on trend. And I feel like it's a store that we wouldn't have in Toronto. Exactly. So from there, we took the bus back up because we wanted to go to the actual full house house. So uh, because I had my clipboard of fun, I was able to map that out as well. And so we took, uh, it was just cool that day. Like we had taken buses, cable cars, just kind of like being all over. And even though the full house stuff was touristy, Uh I felt like we were kind of, we did a lot of walking in areas that felt more like just being locals. And by the way, when we were waiting for one of the buses, it happened, a guy came up to me, a skateboarder nonetheless. He's like, oh, hey man, do you know how to get to this area? And I was like, yes, he thinks I'm a local. And then I was like, no, I don't. He's (laughs) like, oh, do you know the direction to get here? I'm like... No, I just got here the other day. Sorry, dude. Oh. (laughs) So we get off the bus stop, and we have to walk a couple streets to get to the full house house. It's on Broderick Street. And we go there, and we see it, and I felt really bad for that, the person who owned that house. Because this whole street, there's no trees except for a tree in front of the full house house. Mm -hmm. They repainted it to make it look different, and yet there was probably like... 15 people just standing there singing the Full House theme song, right? And so I got so nervous and embarrassed that because there was a person, like, the neighboring house was, like, gardening. Yeah. And so I'm like, you're like, let's cross the street. I'm like, no, let's not. I'm like, but we came all this way to see the house. Let's take a picture. I know. And I was like, let's take one from far away because I just feel like that, like, she'd be like, get off my porch or whatever. Like, she would be Clint, get off my front porch. Exactly. Oh, your arm just popped. I know. <laughs> so that was fun. It was still cool just to see it. Mm-hmm. From there, we took another bus, a uh, totally different bus, all the way back to the hotel, mm-hmm. relaxed for a bit, and then we got ready for the baseball game. Yeah. So AT&T Park, um, obviously we've never been there before. To John's point earlier, it's one of the most stoic baseball stadiums in North America. And so... We're like, okay, let's go check it out because we got some tickets to go see the game. You got me tickets yeah, for your birthday. For your birthday, because this was John Palooza, the final chapter. Yeah, I'm never doing a birthday again. Please. I want, I still want you to buy me shit, but I'm not going to celebrate. Please. I still want you to buy me dope shit like baseball tickets <laughs> and concert tickets, but I don't want people to celebrate. It. <laughs> but please buy me more dope. So shit. we take the Mooney mm-hmm. down. To yeah. the baseball game. Yeah. And we get outside AT&T Park. And it was so cool. Was what did you think? Huge palm trees, big signs. It's right on the water. Like, I was kind of blown away. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm like, okay, the Rogers Center, there's more. It's just an older ballpark. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. There's nothing to really see or do there. But it's not old, like how Wrigley Field no, or No, like, it's Fenway not historical. Old. It's just. No. It was. It's like 90s old. Yeah, it was like 90. <laughs> so in the 90s, it was. A modern ballpark with a retractable roof mm-hmm. but now it's just bleh. yeah but this one the outside alone people just go just to take pictures mm-hmm. walk in there and they already i told you the history of the san fran giants they've won uh the world series the last three years 
in a, not in a row, but in 2010, 12, and 14. So mm-hmm. they every two years they say that they win on every even year. So 2016, they're due for, to win another World Series. Mm-hmm. So you get in there and they have in the glass case three World Series from 2010, 12, and 14, which so I cool. thought the trophies are awesome. Was cool. And then we went and got our seats. And we had some awesome seats, 100 level third base mm-hmm. line, perfect seats. Like this is where I would always want to sit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. I thought we uh, had. Um, good area to sit in we did i don't know yeah it was, it was like we had some funny characters in front of us it felt like the whole section in front of us all knew each other yeah and they were all there because of one couple like yeah. it was like a blind not a blind date but like family almost like meeting, family meeting. meeting everybody and so this one guy who i'll equate he to me he looked like the dude from whiplash yeah i thought he looked like hank from breaking bad so him he basically was on a, like what i equate to like a first date yeah with like this girl who looked a little younger well she had braces yeah she just also looked younger yeah right this guy's probably late 40s late 40s she looked like maybe late 20s 30s yeah. Kind of thing. And so it was like his mom, his brother. Yeah. Like his brother's, brother's kids, friends, nephews, nephews nieces, colleagues, like, colleagues, everybody. And then it was like her and then like three of her family members like yeah. sitting off to the side. But this guy was like all over the place. And the one thing that made me laugh was there was nobody sitting beside me on the left. Yeah. But then this one dude came rolled in on his phone. And he <laughs> was so gangster. thugged out. And he was on his phone the whole time. But he was, like, totally into the game. Oh, yeah. He was fun. Right? But the guy, so um, what you might call it, Hank? Hank from Breaking Bad, would turn around and literally be up, like, I can't remember what he said, but I was like, oh. Did like he say the, yeah, I really oh, was like. Oh, he said something like racist? He said something like casually racist or something, but it was like, hey, dude, who are you talking to that's so important? Obama or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, yo. Right? Like, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't say that to no. somebody on the phone, but whatever. So it was still great. We went and like did a lap around AT&T mm-hmm. Park and. So it, cool. It's cool. Like, they have areas for little kids to go, like, play in a park because it's like, yeah, kids could get tired or bored at baseball games. So they had, like, a play mm-hmm. area. And then they had the splash pad. Yeah. So you know what's actually interesting? What's that? Is that, okay, explain what the splash pad thing is. So because A&T Park is built on the ocean. It's on the bay. On the bay. In right field, if you hit it a home run far enough, it can go into the actual ocean. The mm-hmm. Pacific, I guess yeah. it is. So there's always people in canoes and paddle boats who yeah. wait out there for baseballs to get yeah. hit there. But I think the park was built maybe 2000. Mm-hmm. So it's probably 15, 16 years old. Only out of the thousands of games that have been played there, only 71 uh, balls have been hit into the ocean called yeah. the splash pad. And so they have like a, um, what you would call it, a tracker on the wall, yeah. right? And so I thought that that was pretty cool. But the one thing I forgot to tell you yeah. was that the next day at the game, one of my friends from work yeah. was actually in the splash pad in a canoe. Are you he took, serious? Yeah, he took a picture. That's so cool. Like just like waiting out there. Um, so oh, I thought that awesome. that was pretty funny. And so then... Um, I got some awesome pizza. You did. I did not get an you awesome hot dog. You got a really crappy hot, hot dog, dog, which yeah. I felt bad. But the actual game was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We ended up losing 3-1, mm-hmm. but we saw two home runs. Mm-hmm. We saw people getting thrown out at home Steel. plate. Steals. It was just like a, a good game to go mm-hmm. to. And when we made a really good play, everyone stood up, clapped, and the Hank from Breaking Bad yeah, gave us a high, high five, five, which I was yeah. happy about. I just had a blast. I thought it was, like, the best time ever. Totally. I just like it. Like, the one thing I said to you was, um, I think it's a really awesome, like, modern field, which is great, but I still yeah. like Wrigley, I think, because of okay. its old-timiness. 
I still, I think, to be honest, AT&T Park's my favorite ballpark so Aww. far. I think so. I think I just like the way the field mm-hmm. looks. I like the building. I like the team. I like that it's on the water. All yeah. these things. I'm like 0 for 2 on hot dogs, apparently. In I old, know. In old-timey or new-timey fields, but still. Yeah. So that was fun. And then it was a bit of a zoo to get out of there and take. We had to take the subway back to... Ugh. Embarcico Street. So we get to Embarcadero, waiting for the cable car, and now it's like 9.30, almost 10 at night, and the game was fun, but now we just want to go up this giant hill to get back to our hotel. Like, it's Mm -hmm. probably a 20-minute walk uphill Mm -hmm. or a 10-minute cable car ride. Mm -hmm. And the whole time we're there, we see the cable car across the street. (laughs) And so we waited probably a good 15 minutes until it came, and then we had to wait because the guy's like, no, take the next one. Yeah. And then we had to wait another five, ten minutes. And then the cable car finally came. We get on. We're sitting there. You're kind of sitting next to the conductor. Yeah. And mm. so I'm like, I'm watching this. And it's like, dude, I wasn't born fucking yesterday. I know what Toronto streetcars, why they take fucking long when I see you fiddling with a stick in the street. Yeah. And so I see these two guys fucking, like, pushing the streetcar up the hill, down right. the hill, up the hill. One dude picks up, like, a fucking wiggly pole and he, like, yeah. jams it into the track or whatever. And so they finally come down the thing and we wait for two to come down. Yeah. So it's like, bitch, please, you're telling me you're on time? No fucking way. Right. So then I go on and I sit there and I turn around casually to the guy and I'm like, so I'm like, oh, is there a problem with the track? And he's like, I don't understand your question. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand your answer. I was like, is there a problem? I saw you fiddling yeah. with the track and I saw you pushing the car. Yeah. And he's like, oh, just manual, manual labor. labor. And I was like, okay, you're full of shit. So I'm fucking hungry because of my boiled hot dog experience. So then I was like, we went back to the hotel, got changed. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, let's just go somewhere in Union Square for dinner. Yeah. And so now it's like 1030 almost. 10, 1030. So to continue our tradition of going out for dinner at 11 p.m., we walked down. A.K.A. 2 a.m. A.K.A. 2 a.m. We found, like, a bar restaurant called Barnisi, and it had, like, really great Italian food. Yeah. And so our waiter... Oh, man. He was, like, in love with us. I, I don't even know how to describe him. Like, he was just, like, he, all about life that He night. was, like, all about life. He was all about us and our, like, what our take on life was. He kind of looked and was a more charismatic Faraday from Lost. Yes. A little bit. If you guys know Lost, just type in... Lost Faraday, and you'll see what the guy he looks like. He actually looks like an actor, and I don't know his name. Right. But he's like a beeline actor. I'm sure I'll find a movie he's in later, and I'll yeah. show it to you. We'll post a picture. Um, but he has like a full set of hair. So either yeah. way, we were in this restaurant. I order like John's like I'm not eating because you you were already full. I was full and just tired and not that hungry, so I'm like I'll just get calamari. And so I got this like amazing pasta with like fresh sausage, olives, and everything. And like, um, what you call it, triple tomatoes, and it was delicious. Except the fucking thing splattered. Oh all yeah, right. like can't take you anywhere. I just know, it's dropping like shit, dropping all shit everywhere. And so I was like, but it's so good. And so from there, again, John's like, do you want to walk up the hill? Well, because we had been waiting ten minutes for a damn streetcar, like eleven thirty at night, twelve at night. And I'm like, well, you see all those stops below us? They all need to get on before us. I'm like, let's just walk. I can't deal with this. You can't deal with it. I have a fucking vat of 
pasta in my stomach. And so I'm like, sure, John, let's walk up this hill. It never came. Let's walk up the hill yet again. Did we not get up the hill before even like one did. cable car I came by? So like I didn't have a fucking heart attack. And yeah, so, we walked off that pasta, man. So either way. So that was Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday was Snoop Dogg Day. Mm-hmm. And so. Wait, you didn't tell Honey Honey. Oh, yeah. We went to Honey Honey. So I Googled. We went to the chocolate place. Yeah, okay. So Honey Honey for, I Googled. We went to the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, that's what Sunday oh, okay. I'm leading up to oh, Okay. It. So we went to this awesome restaurant called Honey Honey. It's a breakfast place that I Googled top 10 restaurants in Union Square. And that was one of the breakfast places. And it was so intense. It actually had like a lineup. And that's how you know they're usually, it's a good restaurant, mm-hmm. right? So I got really good French toast. You got a good breakfast, I think, right? Mm-hmm. We put up a sticker next to there, too, because it's high, high traffic. traffic. So then from there, we had Snoop Dogg in Concord, California, around 8, 8 or 8.30 at night. So we decided that day we wanted to go to Lombard Street, oh, yeah. the Chocolate Factory, and Golden Gate Bridge. I'm like, good thing and is they're all kind of along the way. Yeah, and we wanted to, like, walk the entirety of Golden yeah. Gate Bridge. <laughs> so first we go to a cable car up to Lombard Street. And if yeah. you guys don't know what Lombard Street it's a very famous street in San Francisco that goes downhill and it's basically like uh, super windy. Super windy. Like I'll post a picture on Facebook. It's just like a really windy street and people take cabs to go down and people mm-hmm. walk up and of but course we took this we took the street car, the cable car to the yeah. bottom of Lombard Street. I know. Street. So again, we had to walk up an even steeper <laughs> yeah. hill than the one to our hotel, which I felt bad because it was really, it was actually pretty warm that day. It was day. so hot, which was great. Like it was nice and like super sunny. But yeah, like we walked up. The only difference with that one was there were stairs, so it didn't yeah. feel as steep as like just walking up a straight hill. Yeah. But um, people lived on Lombard, on that actual yeah, hill just too. Bananas. So we get to the top, we take some pics and videos, which is fine. And mm-hmm. from there, we're like, okay, let's go to the chocolate factory. Yeah, What's it called? Gardellis. Gia Gardellis. So that one was... Gardellis. 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 It's a famous chocolate Or Gardellis, maybe. So we walk down the hill, and we go to Gardellis. And the one thing that you said, though, and it's actually true, and this is where I do feel like Toronto's upping its game... That whole area did feel like the distillery district. Yeah, it looked like distillery. Which is cool, right? Um, because it means that Toronto's caught up to other major tourist cities, that they actually have areas that are developed like that. Yeah. Um, but it's really awesome. This chocolate factory, Toya, one of your colleagues from yeah. work, she actually said, and Monica, yeah. one of your colleagues, said, you guys have you to go, go here. Yeah. So we went to this square, and they have, like again, just like different restaurants, wineries, et cetera, r- around that area. Yeah. But we went into the actual chocolate factory yeah. and bought a bunch of like chocolate, chocolate bars. bars. Uh, we saw like how the ice cream and chocolate gets made, which was cool. And then we're like, oh, let's have like just like get a Sunday. Sunday. So, we, so sp- we got like a Knob Hill Sunday. And it, it, I just remembered you were making fun of me for spilling chocolate ice cream everywhere. You were spilling sauce all over you not 10 hours earlier. Yeah, but it was all on me, not on the table. Yeah, the table doesn't I don't even know. We lifted up that glass and there was like, literally like a fucking scoop of ice cream underneath it. <laughs> it was the bomb though. Right? And so you loved it. So from there, it was a lot of fun. We then took another bus to get to... Venice. No? It was down Van Ness. Oh, okay. Van Ness, yeah. I thought you said Venice. No. Uh, So we take Van Ness down to the Golden Gate Bridge. Ooh. And this may have been... May have been my favorite thing to do. To be... I'm trying to think of all the things we did. This may have been my favorite because it incorporates a lot of things that we like. Like, 
It was historic. Mm-hmm. It was... A lot of hiking. A lot of hiking, a lot of pictures. And yeah, just the walking we did. Mm-hmm. And so it was like really nice and sunny. And so we get to the Golden Gate Bridge. And I think like one of the things that is really funny is that, yeah, there's a lot of tourists in that area. Yeah. Um, But they kind of, everybody kind of does the exact same thing. Like they take like... The picture with the Golden Gate in the back, yeah. they may walk to, like, the top of it, read, like, the different plaques around it, but yeah. then they'll only walk, like, some of them will only walk, like, halfway to the first arc. It's right. not even halfway. It's, like, a quarter of the way. Well, I read, it says, to walk the Golden Gate Bridge takes an hour. I wasn't sure if that meant an hour round trip there and back yeah. or just an hour one way. So, John and I are obviously, like, we're going to walk it. Yeah. And so... We get up to the top where we said we put a sticker um, to, like, the top of the starting point on the San Francisco side. Um, And then we start the walk, and we're walking. It's a little windy on the bridge. It's a little windy. It's pretty high up, and I'm starting to get, like, jello legs. I'm like, oh, can we switch sides? So I was walking on the side that was next to the water. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I can walk this close. Can we switch sides, Yeah, and so we're, like, walking, 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 and then you get to the first arc, and there's, like, a like, an indent area where you can go stand against, like, the um, banister area yeah. and, like, take pictures over, and it's, like, where a lot of the cargo passes through. You can see Alcatraz from there. You can see Alcatraz, which was awesome. But then you said it, you're like, oh, I can't do it. And I'm like, fuck you doing the things on Amazing Race. Yeah. I fucking have to do both. But then I said, whenever there's a height challenge on the Amazing Race, I don't say, like, yo, man, I can do this. You say, I can't do it. You'd have to do it. Yeah, but I would still do it. Yeah, I think if, it was, if I was going to get a million dollars, I could do some shit. I don't know, dude. And so, like, here's <laughs> what I realized on, with us if we ever went on The Amazing Race, yeah. is that even though I'm, like, when we walked The Amazing Race, it's usually for things that involve birds yeah. or, like, eating weird things. I'm like, oh, you'd have to do it. But I always say to you when we see a height challenge, like, oh, you'd have to do it. But if it came down to it, I would do it. I just have to do it first. Yeah, you can man up and do it. Yeah, because I was fine on the bridge. For sure. And I was, like, leaning over, and the thing that I was more scared of was I was going to lose my glasses. I know. I'm like, crazy, man. Those are, like... <laughs> $500 sunglasses I just bought for a day. But so. I really, really enjoyed walking the bridge. Like, it was just cool to be like, holy shit. Yeah. We're right... Right now, we're in San Francisco walking the Golden Gate Bridge. So we walked all the way to, like, the Sausalito side. Yeah. And so we got to the Sausalito side, and, of course, we were exhausted. So my what do we do? dogs are barking. We decided to record a segment of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So keep in mind... This was a probably a 45-minute walk. You're mm. wearing, like, boots. I'm wearing, like, heeled, heeled boot. boots. And so, like, I did not bring proper footwear at all for this trip, which is dumb on my part. Yeah. But we're standing now on the Sausalito side. And are there not an infinite amount of people just staring at John and yeah. I doing this? So this is a 605 remote of us standing on the Golden Gate Bridge recording after our first uh, half of the walk. So let's get into this 605 remote. <laughs> this that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from the Golden Gate Bridge. This yeah. is episode nine. nine. Something like that. Of Live at 605. We are actually closer to Sausalito. We just walked from like the Bay Area side. We I guess. basically just walked the whole length of the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. I would say how long does that take us? Like 45 minutes to walk? 30, yeah. And uh, one thing we discovered is I always talk a lot of shit about how I could do all the heights uh, <laughs> challenges on the Amazing Race. But as soon as we got like a quarter through this bridge, I'm like, we got to switch sides because I'm getting wobbly looking over this thing because it's too high up for me. Which but, I'm like leaning over the edge looking at like to see if like swimmers are down yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, don't we know? You got your new glasses. I have my new glasses. So it's actually 
honestly my bigger concern is that I'm gonna lose $500 sunglasses <laughs> in the fucking like Bay Area water. What do you think about this bridge? Does it live up to the hype? Is yeah, it, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I always think it's like, oh, would we ever want to like walk across the um, like Hamilton Bridge? Probably <laughs> Hell not. No. We're okay. gonna walk over see our friends in yeah. Hamilton. We're probably not gonna walk area. over the Gardner. No. Yeah, although you like to walk under it. I walk under, not over <laughs> it. <laughs> it's small. I, I wonder if there's trolls under this bridge. Well, considering it's all water. Oh yeah, probably, water. Maybe trolls. mermaids or something. Yeah. But some pretty cool views from up here. We've been wa- looking at Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. We see a whole city skyline from here. Mm-hmm. We're looking in the distance. We're about to go to Concord, California later tonight yeah. to see Snoop and Wiz Khalifa. Exactly. So we've kind of been all over this area. I know. We just went to the chocolate place. I can never. Giordano's or something. Giordano's. I don't know. Giordano's. Even though it's probably the name. Just saying, there's a subway stop called like. In Carpass or something? Yeah, no, Encarnacion. Embarcadero. Embarcadero. Why is it called Encarnacion? Yeah. <laughs> but this is pretty cool. It's so windy up here. It's pretty windy, but it's pretty crazy to think that we're here right now. It's I just, know. The like, closest we ever get to here is the screensaver on Apple TV. <laughs> exactly. Now we're in it. Now we're in it. Maybe we'll be featured in the next screensaver. Exactly. So why don't we close up here and we'll talk more about the rest of our trip in a second. Bye. It's that six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. <laughs> Pretty cool. I like it. It's so windy, though. Yeah, but then we decided like to walk back, and I know your dogs must have been barking because mine were, and I was wearing like proper, proper running, running shoes. shoes. I'm like, oh shit, it's gonna be like probably a 40 minute walk back. Yeah, it was a little like you know when you can see the end, and yeah. you're like, oh my god, it's nowhere close to us at this point. Yeah, and I'm like. Do I just take off, like, there's another thing. I bought the worst socks from Agent H&M, Oh, yeah. And so they kept, like, scrunching underneath, like, my feet and, like, falling off on my heel. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, my feet are killing. My socks are scrunched. We're yeah. nowhere close. Do I just give up? And, like, <laughs> you can't call a cab or no, anything. No, of course You're you on can. a fucking You're on a bridge. bridge. You can't so do shit. I'm like, I literally have to just go. Yeah. Right? But then as soon as we get off the bridge, I'm like, John, I need to sit. And I literally like ripped off my uh, Yeah, I know. My shoes. And I was going to take off my socks, but I was like, I can't put them back on if I take them off. Yeah. But I had to like stretch out my toes and like rub my feet. They were that throbbing. Yeah. So from there, we finally take a bus back to the hotel. Yes. And then we're like, okay, let's go grab some food before we go to Concord, California for Snoop Dogg. Okay. So the other place I looked up for food was I saw this cool Irish pub uh, that was, again, highly recommended on TripAdvisor mm-hmm. called Johnny's... It's something, something. Something, something. Mm-hmm. So we go there, and what did you think of that restaurant? I actually really liked it. I thought the food was really delicious. It reminded me of the Queen and Beaver in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit um, more, like, eclectic um, pub food, and then just, like, fresh, and just, like, just a little bit more care than your generic shit. Definitely. So I quite enjoyed it. And from there, we set out on our journey to go see Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Concert month. Done. Dun, dun. Okay, so, so let me on. let me ask you this. Yeah. So you bought the tickets. I did. When you bought them, did you know distance or where you were buying them? What, how did you how so, did you decide okay. on this concert? So when I was buying the tickets for John in <laughs> April, I was looking at concerts in San Francisco because at this point I already knew that the baseball game. Yeah. We I already got tickets for that. that. Was so on I'm a like, Saturday. that was on Saturdays. Now we're committed. It's like. What obviously we could go to a, a concert on the Friday or yeah. the Sunday. Yeah. And so I'm looking up, looking up, looking up stuff, and I type into like Ticketmaster, yeah. change the city location to San Francisco, 
right? Yeah. As you normally would. Yes. And then Drake and Future came up. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then Snoop Dogg and Wiz came up. Yeah. And then like a bunch of other like indie bands. And okay. I'm like, okay, we could gamble on somebody we don't know. Yeah. Or I have to return the baseball tickets. Yeah. Because Drake and Future aren't oh. playing any day besides Saturday or okay. later in the week. Do you know where they were playing? The Oracle. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so okay, okay. I was like, Got okay, me. Drake and Future playing at the Oracle. Which is where the Golden State Warriors play. Right. And so I'm like, okay. Golden jump. State. Golden State. What did you say? <laughs> no, Golden State. I'm just saying that's not San Francisco. Golden State? No. Golden State is not San Francisco? No. What? What? Where's Oracle? It's in Golden State. That's not San Francisco? No. What? The way, the way Concord's not San Francisco. Yeah. The way... Um, well, this is bad. Mississauga is not Toronto. Yeah. The Oracle, hold on. I will give you, I'm going to tell you right now where the Oracle compared to 905 California Street. So if we were to go to the Oracle, mm -hmm. it is a, um, okay, it's, it's about the same. Actually, okay, sorry, the or so it's Oakland is where the yeah. Oracle is. Yeah, so you can still take the same train. But it's not San Francisco. No, but it's still the same train would go. Yeah, it's actually about the exact same distance as... Where we ended up. Yeah, but probably so easier to leave. I was like, okay, and I did remember, I'm like, John, we've already seen Wiz Khalifa, but I didn't think you'd seen Snoop Dogg No, ever. never saw Wiz. And sorry, never, never saw Snoop, but loved Wiz. Okay, so then I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy these tickets. And so I was like, Concord, sweet. Right, that's in San Francisco. It's clearly in San Francisco as it came up under the San Francisco Ticketmaster. Right, but it's the same way if you type in, say, like Arkells yeah. into Toronto's database, they'll show Arkells in Toronto, Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. So it's like going to Hamilton is actually the equivalent of us traveling from where we our hotel mm -hmm. to Concord, California. Mm -hmm. It's probably the equivalent of traveling from Toronto to Hamilton. Well stated. So, I could tell, and this is where I know John really well. You know when John's nervous about things and, like, hesitate. So, here's the thing. I looked up, uh, uh, right when you got me all these things, like, this is so cool. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for baseball. Oh, concert's going to be awesome. Let me look this up. Oh, Concord. Mm-hmm. Well, that's outside of San Francisco. I mean, yeah. then I was like, okay, how do we get there? And I'm like, okay, well, we live in a time of Uber. So I'm like, mm -hmm. if anything, Uber there and back is super easy to do, but mm -hmm. it's, it's like a 45-minute drive, so that's expensive. I Googled how to get there by transit. I'm like, oh, we can take the actual yellow line all the way from our hotel there, mm -hmm. 40 minutes, and then it's a less than a 10-minute cab ride. I'm like, okay, let's do that. But then I was like... Okay, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the desert. I looked it up. I'm like, I just don't know how to leave <laughs> if this thing ends at like midnight or 11. And so every day for the last four weeks at like 2 a.m. Toronto time, I'd set my alarm, wake up and be like, okay, it's 11.30 Concord time. Let me see if there's Ubers in Concord. You didn't tell me that. Every time it was like late at night, I'm like, let me see if there's an Uber. And it'd always be like 18 minutes away, one Uber. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I'm stoked for this concert. But I have no fucking idea how we're getting home from we're this thing. We're going to get home. So here's the difference again. And this is where John and I differ. John's like scared shitless. I'm like, yo, I'm going to roll with my homies. We're fine. And so it's also like, you're only as scared as you want to be. Well, so we, so we take the... And I was like... Okay. Oh, yeah. So here, here's so. the other thing. Here's the other thing. I don't know what kind of town Concord is, 
So I don't. I don't know if it's like ghetto. <laughs> well, like if it's. Did you see some of those houses? Well, I also googled what kind of people live in Concord, California. <laughs> Did you come across murdermat.ca? No, but I don't know if I want to. <laughs> So I think I looked up that it's a bit of a working class town, maybe yeah. a little, kind of like a Hamilton, a little yeah. bit. Uh, so, anyways, we take the Bart all the way out. Look how nice it looks. Yeah, but we're not in that area. It's the desert. So, anyways, we get there, and I'm like, now it's nighttime. It's like eight thirty. Mm-hmm. It's already dark there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, the people on this train look kind of nice, but they also look kind of sketchy. Mm-hmm. So then we take the. Okay, Banana Republic. <laughs> so then we take the cab there. And it was actually a nice cab ride. Like, it was cool. But like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I also had this moment where I'm like, shit, we're flying back to Toronto really soon. And I'm like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. we're in the desert. Yeah. It was just, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't believe where we are right now. Like, this is really dope. Yeah. I think it's like, to me, it reminded me of like episodes of Entourage or like, um, just like different movies where yeah. you drive out to the desert and there's like nothing. Yeah. The one thing that did wig me out was how dark it was yeah. because there is no infrastructure there. It's yeah. like houses encased in trees in the mountains and it's like a little bit more off the beaten path. But like I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now for yeah. Concord, California and like all the pictures in the daytime look great. <laughs> So so we get there and I the cab driver is nice. He's like, oh, if you need me, you can call me. But I'm like, oh, we're taking an Uber. Mm-hmm. So then we get there and we get through and we're walking. It's like 8.30 and mm-hmm. we're walking to get to our seats. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to use the washroom real quick. And it's already like pretty gangster everywhere. So I think, okay, so here's the other side of it. It's like Concord Pavilion is like supposed to be on par with like Molson Amphitheater. Yeah, it's an amphitheater. It's basically. an amphitheater. But there, it's just like feels but there's not really concession stands no right again there's no real infrastructure out there so there's just like tables yeah and then like a bunch of like like people so i'm like i'm gonna use wash i'm like can you just stand right here so i'm standing like at a tree where there's like a notable drug deal going on and one of my other fears i'm like if i go to the washroom and i come out and you're not there I'm never going to find you. Like, you unkid- <laughs> so I walk into this washroom and I go use like a urinal and there's a couple gangsters next to me and I'm doing my thing. I had to pee real bad because I drank a lot of water and I had a beer at the restaurant. And I just hear like people talking like, yo, give me 300 for that for a couple of stacks and some G's and this. I'm like, all right. And then so I go after I pee and I go wash my hands and there's a, a right next to me is a circle of like eight to nine thugs, gangsters. <laughs> Doing lot, not just like, oh, here's a little bit of weed. Like, they were, I think they were selling like weed, coke, um, <laughs> chronic, all this stuff. I'm like, I am not. Is spo- it chronic weed? It's weed mixed with coke. Oh. And I'm standing here, I'm like, I should not be here right now. Like, I don't think this is actually used for a bathroom. Like, yeah. And I don't look at anyone. I just wash my hands real quick and I got the hell out of there. Cause I'm like, this is a full on, like, drug den. So it just makes me laugh because I'm like, again, I'm going to be like, just obviously, like, just, like, blend in. If you look scared, you yeah. become a target. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's just, like, go with the flow. It's just, like, knowing your surroundings. When I got there, I'm just trying to suss it all out. Like, Yeah. We also, so then we walk towards our seats, yeah. and uh, your boy Kevin Gates is performing, <laughs> who might possibly possibly be the most gangster rapper I've ever seen perform live. Like, so pimped out. He's just like, you motherfuckers complain to coming to Concord. He's like, N-word, I know it's only 40 minutes away from Oakland. I bought my mama a house there, motherfuckers. <laughs> 
I'm like, whoa. He's so He's funny. calling out the crowd. And so it's just so crazy. Because it's like, when we went to Wiz and ASAP at Molson Am, yeah. it is like the most suburban crowd. Well, and just, you're also, it's Toronto. Yeah. You know your surroundings. Like I said, I don't know what kind of area Concord. It could be like, there's an area called Bakersfield, California, mm-hmm. which is it's where the show Baskets takes place. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like, I don't want to say anything, but it's just like, not the nicest of areas. Okay. So I wasn't sure if Concord was not yeah. a nice area. But my, to my point, it was like, okay, two things. One, I saw an ad for Hall & Oates playing at the oh, Concord yeah. Pavilion. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's not off the beaten path, right? Right. And then the second part is, I'm like, yo, you claim to love all this rap music and hip-hop, yet yeah. you can't roll one day in an unknown area. I love the music and the culture. I just, do I look like I passed for a rapper? <laughs> I might like to dope, drop dope freestyles, but <laughs> I'm pretty damn white. So, it just made me laugh. So, it's like, noticeably watching John be so nervous. Just for the first part. So, during Kevin Gates' set. <laughs> Kevin Gates, like, I was whatever. nervous. You were really nervous. You were also just like... I said to you, I was like, if you want to go, we can totally go. No, I, I definitely wanted to stay. The one thing, again, I was nervous about, I'm like, just, it was leaving. Because mm-hmm. as we were driving in, I'm like, there's nowhere, it's like, it's not even like we could walk 10 minutes and we're in, like, a, a mall strip area. Yeah. I'm like, like I said, if there was no Ubers or cabs, yeah. I'm like, I just didn't know where to go. So, that, so I was just thinking a little bit of, like, the end game. Yeah. So we go, <laughs> we finally get to our, like, and actual seats. Yes, yeah, so you got really, really good seats again for this concert, too. I thought so. I thought they were really great seats. And then it was the Mary Jane tour. It, oh, it's called the, uh, yeah, Mary Jane Presents the High, High Road. Road with Wiz and Snoop Dogg. With Wiz and Snoop Dogg. And I like it because they're, like, animated characters yeah. um, with big heads. Like, they kind of look like the Echinacea commercials, I yeah. guess. That kind of animation. And so... Snoop comes out and already performs, like, the next episode as his, like, opening song, which I love. I will say this. As soon as Snoop Dogg came out, then I, I, I wasn't nervous anymore. I'm like, okay, this yeah. is... I was just excited. Yeah. He did the, yeah, the next episode. Everyone's standing up, going crazy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now now I'm having fun. Like, yeah. 100%. Cool. And so, like, the one thing I was thinking about, I'm like, this crowd is so stoned. Oh, yeah. They're not moving fast enough. Well, that's so a good that's thing. I'm like, side. yeah, everyone's... Stoned, stoned out, out of so their it's mind. Like, People don't get violent on weed. Like, no. you're high, you're high. You're high. If you're drunk, like, I read, who's that uh, country artist? Not, like, Dirt, Dirk something? Like, to me, I got more nervous when he came out of the Detroit yeah. game. And so, out of Comerica. And that Brad Paisley Brad- concert. And there was all those rednecks beating the shit yeah. out of each That's other. That's what I read. Brad Paisley um, fans at his concerts are the worst because they get so drunk and violent. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, everyone's just stoned here. So everyone's just like exactly. chilling out, vibe and dancing. Exactly. And that was honestly all it was. Yeah. If you were fine to be in like a fucking consistent mist of a weed. pit of weed, yeah. Right? You were fine. Yeah. And so Wiz came out afterwards. I was just worried someone was going to come up to you and be like, yo, you want to hit this sherm? This, I, you want to get some wet? And I was like, what <laughs> sherm? No. And so this is where I'm a white little skinny guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. so Snoop came out, performed three huge songs. Yeah. And this is why the concert was awesome. Because sometimes you go to like, a, like when we saw ASAP and Wiz, mm-hmm. ASAP came out first, did his set, then mm-hmm. Wiz did. Snoop and Wiz went 
song for song, basically, yeah. right? And they had, like, commentary banter in between stuff. So Snoop did three songs, left the stage. Wiz came out, did three songs. Mm-hmm. Snoop came back. And then eventually, halfway through, they just stayed out for each other's set and did songs together. And right? so other funny notes were that they started doing, like, House of Pain. Oh, yeah. Jump around, which but I thought was weird. He actually rapped. Snoop Dogg rapped the whole song. Yeah, like, that's which was awesome. Cool. Um, and so did I, first of all. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? And then the other fun parts were they had these giant blow-up joints. Joints, yeah. And so they threw those like into the crowd like as if they were beach balls and so people in the pit were tossing them around which was really funny um so yeah what do you give the concert on the musical fast bender scale yo 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 how many michael fast benders do you get out of 10 boy damn dog you get eight because that white boy crazy i give it a solid 8.8 what about you i give it a solid 8.5 because I thought they had great chemistry together, Wiz mm-hmm. and Snoop. I think Snoop has nothing but, like, hit songs. Mm-hmm. And so when he did, like, next episode, he did everything from, like, Doggy Style mm-hmm. album. When he did America's uh, Two of America's Most Wanted with Tupac, mm-hmm. I, like, lost my shit. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing but a gangster yeah. pop. And I started rapping that song. Mm-hmm. I thought him and Wiz were just, like, had funny banter. Mm-hmm. I thought Wiz was good. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part was when one would rap, the other one would dance. Yeah. And they both were shirtless for half the yeah. thing. And so they would start doing like these weird, like these cool. I thought they were good dance moves. So I thought that was like the funniest thing ever. My other part, I took a video. So they did that All I Do Is Win song that you performed. (laughs) So. Hold on, let me see. I think I gotta get a video too. Which one? I. They had like a real. Keep going. It's our song, We Them Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. We have our, your favorite song and my favorite song by Wiz is We Them we Boys. We Them Boys, because of a clip off TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry, not no, TMZ and soup. soup. Yeah, these two fat twins. I think we said <laughs> yeah. it when we saw them, and they were like supposed to be like. It's called twinning. The show. It's twinning, and you had to like see how great of a twin you are to know like about your like brother or sister. Yeah. And so these two fat twins go on, and the host is like, "Name your brother's favorite song <laughs> yeah. right now." And the one they got so excited, <laughs> yeah. the fat twins are like, "We, we them boys." <laughs> <It's> <laughs> But they got, like, everything else wrong. Like, yeah. I think the one guy spelt Rome wrong. Yeah. It's like, where does your brother want to travel? And he wrote, like, Romy or something. Yeah, he wrote so. Rome. So, that, so the concert was so much fun. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I actually like the stage setup. Me was too. really cool. The one thing I love about, like, we have gone, like, you know, obviously we have, like, so many concerts coming up. And we've done, oh, wait, we didn't do the concert sting. This is concert month. Make sure you put it back in. Concert month. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right now? Well, put it now, but then also put it before. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what you call it? And so we have so many 
concerts coming up, but they're all of like different genres who, and things. Who are we seeing tomorrow? We're seeing Kanye, Kanye. tomorrow. I'm not worried for his crowd. No, not at all. And so he has a floating stage. Yeah, I'm right excited here. we're not on the floor because he has a floating stage. Um, so it should be That's fun to so see that. But what I loved about Wiz and Snoop's um, stage th- scene was that there were so many different angled monitors. Yep. And so they had like really great um, video graphic packages for every single song. Yeah. And I thought it like just added such like a level of excitement. Yeah. So again, I thought it was awesome birthday gifts. Thank you so much. Now let me ask you, how was the experience leaving the concert? Okay. One, it was freezing. Yeah. Right? It was like... It gets cold in the, in the desert It gets at night. cold in the desert. now it's like what? 11? 11, 1130. Yeah. And so we we left before... I knew what their last song was. It was that Young and Wild and Free song. Yeah. So as soon as that came on, I'm like, oh, let's get the hell out of here yeah. and get, go get an Uber before everyone else so comes. So we go to the front and I'm like, okay, we're in the desert. It's fucking like 1130 and it's cold, right? We're both wearing our fall jackets. Yeah. I like throw on the data, find an Uber. Yeah. One says it'll be here in 12 minutes. Yeah. S- sweet. Sweet, 100%, I'll take it. I'll take it. Right? We literally are counting down this Uber, like, coming to the area we're at. And we can see where it is. And I think it got down to two or three minutes. Mm-hmm. Two. Two. And then all of a sudden, we're like, wait a second. It's turning around. It's turning where around. are you going? We need to leave. <laughs> right? And so I got so angry. Because then it canceled on it you. It canceled on me. I was what? like, what you the fuck? fucker. And, and then everybody started coming out at that point. And so you tried for the next five minutes. And then we couldn't even get an Uber. No. And I was like, oh, shit. And I knew the last subway out of Concord was midnight. I'm like, we're not going to make it. I'm like, this is my fear right now. We're stuck in the desert. And so there's, like, all these, like, I'll say it. There are all these, like, like hoochie mamas mamas around us. And, like, just, like, weirdly suburban gangsters. And so I'm like, okay, this is maybe what John was worried about. But then I'm like, okay, there's there's always a way out. (laughs) So then... Um, when in doubt, we had that guy's card yeah, on the way in. the cab driver, he's like, I'll give you i I'm like, how much is a cab from here to San yeah. Frank? So I'm like, just in case you can't get an Uber. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, it's over a hundred bucks, but I'll give you a deal for 85. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So this is why I was asking you, did yeah. you actually get my fare split? Because then my total was 88. Yeah, I think mine was 88 as well. So it was a hundred. <laughs> I think it's because there was surge pricing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, whatever. Okay, so whatever. I'm just going to check my credit card statement for a while. Um, and I got to pay rent tomorrow. <laughs> so either way. So then you finally connect to an Uber. And I like, like in distress text him. I'm like, I'm like please. please don't leave us. And I'm like, we're standing beside the Uber flags please. here. I'm yeah, like, just please. text me if you're going to leave us or whatever. So that took like another 15 minutes. Yeah. But he finally came. I was like, oh, thank God. He was this like older, like Asian, uh, Asian gentleman. And the funny thing, he's like, so what concert is happening here? And then we're like, like we oh, saw Snoop, Snoop Dogg. He's like, is that a group? <laughs> yeah. like, How do you not know about Snoop Dogg? So it just made me laugh. And I'm like, he probably knew about Hollow Notes. Oh, yeah. So. so then he got us back to downtown safe and sound. Mm-hmm. But by this time, it's now like, like one and almost 1230. No, no. I think it's like almost, yeah, 130 in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so now it's Monday and we're leaving for the airport. Yeah. Like a half an hour. We got to finish this in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, we got to wake up and let's try and record a podcast real early. So we, we're we on a little bit of no sleep <laughs> yeah, right now, Yeah, it's like right? a no sleep zone. But um, um, but that was that's basically our trip, mm-hmm. right? We still have our flight, and I, I'm sure the flight will go fine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're sitting together. And so, like, true to form, like, John and I are off on vacation for the rest of the week. We yeah. have 
Kanye tomorrow. Yeah. And then we have, we're babysitting Benjamin. We have some parties this yeah, weekend. Lots of fun. Lots of fun coming up. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been a really great vacation. Thank you for West Coast, Best Coast. Yeah, West Coast, Best Coast. Which I think we should call this episode West Coast, Best Coast. Mm-hmm. I uh, thank you again for getting all the birthday stuff. Because I've mm-hmm. always wanted to go to San Fran and see California mm-hmm. and go to the baseball game and mm-hmm. see Snoop Dogg. So I 10 out of 10 for this trip for sure. I think so. And I hope you guys all enjoyed some of our shenanigans. Um, I'm sure yeah. we'll have a lot more coming up in the future. Yeah, so why don't we get in the, to the band of the week because we got to go to the airport soon. Done. Is it, is it Kevin Gates? No, <laughs> but it is Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. Because he played a song that it might, well, it's not my favorite Snoop Dogg song. My mm-hmm. favorite Snoop Dogg song is Ain't No Fun, which is yeah. also the most disgusting. Oh, yeah, he didn't do that song. I didn't think he would. Mm-hmm. But he played the song Two of America's Most Wanted with Tupac. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I absolutely love this song. And I never, I forgot all about it. And I can't believe he played it. Mm-hmm. So all on the plane ride home, I'm just going to listen to that song. Okay. So why don't we pay homage? For five hours. <laughs> But a gangster party. I'm so excited to get off the plane with you yeah. then. <laughs> well, maybe we're probably not even sitting together. Yeah. So. so why don't we get into it? Song of the week by the band of the week is Two of America's Most Wanted, Tupac featuring Snoop Dogg. Amaze. So let's get into it. All the ways to get in contact with us and check out some of the cool shit we did, which if you guys want to see some great um, pick collages to go against this great podcast episode, check out my Instagram. It's ValGomez23. Follow your boy Gucci Mallon. I'm at Mallon Camp on Twitter and Instagram. I might take down my Instagram soon. Relax. Relax. See, but I told you, my Instagram game is when I post at 4 a.m. People who like my shit. So, Facebook.com slash Live605 for all the updates and pictures of our trip. And iTunes. iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So, until next week, I'm your podcast. I am Val. Easy. Bitches get ready for the throwdown. The shit's about to go down. Me and Snoop about to clown. I'm losing my religion. I'm vicious on these stool pigeons. You might be deep in this game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like you're savage. They out to get the cabbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas. I got a pit named P, she nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills, right next to Chino. And I think I got a black Mimo. But my dream is to own a fly casino like Bugsy Siegel. And do it all illegal. And get scooped up by the little homie in the Riga. Mm, it feel good to you, baby bubba. You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker. Now follow as we ride. Motherfuck the rest to what the best from the west side. And I can make you famous. Niggas been dying for years. So how can they blame us? I live in fear of a felony. I never stop failing needs. Motherfucking G's. If you got a better floor, another woman. Two of America's most wanted. Job. And 
You need to work so hard till your hair turn gray. Let me tell you about life and about the way it is. You see, we live by the gun, so we die by the they gun. Tell me not to roll with my Glock, so now I got to throw away. Floating in the black bin, and all I do is show a day. Hey, wonder how I live with five shots. Niggas, it's hard to kill on my block. Skates for currency, a double A. Affiliated with the hustlers, so we made it. Don't answer the question, I'm trying to get a bone. My nigga dog with me, eternally the most wrong. John Mallon and Val Gomez.